Today I'm presenting you Lavinia Sagese, who is an inbound marketing manager at Worldline Global. In this episode with Lavinia, we talked about marketing internships and uh, how to make them great and exciting for people taking them. Uh, we also talked about uh, what work environment you need to really thrive as a junior marketer. Uh, and finally, we talked about the skills and value you need to uh, kickstart your marketing career and succeed today. Um, yeah, I had a great chat with Lavinia and uh, I hope you'll enjoy the chat too. Welcome Lavinia, thank you so much for joining me today for this uh, new episode of the podcast. So today uh, I'm with uh, Lavinia Sagesi, who is a junior marketing manager uh, at Worldline Global. Uh, so before we jump in, could you tell us a bit more about yourself and what you do at Worldline Global? Yes, absolutely. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for hosting me at your podcast. Um, so my name is Lavinia. I'm a junior marketing manager at uh, Wordline. Uh, Wordline is a leading uh, payment and transactional services company. And in my role, I focus on um, marketing activities, particularly on content marketing and customer engagement. Um, and um, I particularly focus also on digital marketing tools and uh, operations. So, how long have you have you been started? Have you been uh, working for the with Girl, Girl Worldline so far? Um, so, in total, in my current role, I've been working with Worldline for two years. But I actually started my my journey uh, four years ago with Worldline as an intern. Mm. So you you started as an intern and you came back after finishing your studies. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So as part of my degree program, I went abroad for one year in in Madrid, Spain, um, to like have some work experience. And uh, that's where I, I started working with Wordline. And then I came back to the UK where I continued my studies and uh, then I joined again once I finished my, my degree. Hmm. Um, I'm always curious to know, like a lot of people transition from interning to kind of a first position after, uh, after finishing school, what made you kind of go that route? Is it, you, you had people that, uh, you already knew, uh, was it because you learned about an opportunity? Was it because you really enjoyed your internship? Like how did that unfold? Yeah, I think there were different factors. So first of all, it's because I had a really, really positive experience, um, as an intern, uh, and also I got the opportunity of um, meeting uh, people that really had a, an impact in, uh, in my career. Um, so when I found out that there was an opportunity uh, for a junior marketing manager, I, I decided to, to apply for the role. And I guess it's easier when it's your first uh, like role to actually work for a company that you already kind of know because um, you are already one step ahead. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you, you said the internship was really good. Like, how would you describe, like, why, why was it good? Was it the, the environment, uh, your managers? Like, what, what did you make it, you know, make you love it and, and enjoy the experience? Yeah, no, first of all, it was because, like, at the end of my experience, I felt I'd learned a lot. Um, and that was the, well, one of the main reasons uh, why I thought like the internship was really good. Uh, and I also uh, felt that it gave me the opportunity of, of uh, discovering a bit more about like what I wanted to do and the direction where I wanted to take my, my career. 
Um, and also, yeah, like I think uh, my manager um, at the time, which is also my manager now, uh, played a really important uh, role, as I said before. Um, like we had a really, really special uh, relationship um, and uh, I really took her as a role model um, and that inspired me more and more in like continuing uh, working with the, with the company. That's great. So basically, learning experience and uh, and a great mentorship relationship. This this is what brought you back, right? Yeah, no, would be the two key factors. Um, and so, what what did you learn? Like talking about learning, what was the, you know, the the things that you, you have you already done marketing before? Was it more like you learned about uh, the industry? Like what what was the, uh, the 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 real impactful learning experience you had? So I would say that um, coming from a business management degree, uh, the subjects that I had explored during my studies were quite broad, um, ranging from like accounting to human resources to marketing, organizational studies. So it was very, very broad. And I really took this, um, this experience as a chance to kind of narrow down a bit my interest. Um, and at the... Um, and when I worked for, uh, for this company, I had the, the opportunity of rotate uh, between different departments. And it was actually the last department I worked in uh, at Worldline, uh, which uh, was um, called um, Sales Strategy and Market Knowledge, which made me realize that I actually had a particular interest of, about like, all the processes that come uh, before the sales. So all those uh, functions that kind of nurture the, the sales life cycle. Um, so yeah, that would be, yeah, that's, that's what you, you liked learning. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I, I've, I've gone through the whole, uh, master's degree and, uh, you know, university thing where I, I actually took academic classes in marketing. And what I remember is that, uh, as you said, it's, it's super broad and, um, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's actually, I think an understatement because, uh, we knew very little about the the actual work of what you would do as a marketer in a company. Uh, we took very academic classes. We learned a lot about the theory, but at the end of the day, I feel like right now I'm doing nothing that I've actually learned in school. I feel like I had to like learn so many new things. Um, so how was that that transition like in the internship? Did you spend time with uh, with the people you were working with that took the time to train you? Was there any, were there any resources to just learn by, uh, you know, uh, which is sometimes what a lot of us do when we started anything. I remember when I started my first internship in marketing, I actually was given a, a newsletter to send and was all uh, HTML based uh, coding and I had to basically know HTML to do it. I didn't know HTML, so I actually had to learn it by myself and no one knew in the team. So I just had to learn it and, uh, so, you know, uh, what was the experience transitioning from what you learn in school, which is more or less, you know, interesting and useful on the job? How, how did that happen? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you that the, the learning curve um, in, a, in a job, in a company, it's completely different from actually what you learn at, uh, at university. Um, so I would say that um, the learning way I was um, using was uh, was uh, doing my internship was mainly uh, based on learning from others. So in 
from day one of my internship, I've always tried to kind of get everything that I could from other people because I felt that everyone knew better than me. And so that I really had to get get as much as possible from every person I had around me uh, that was working for the company and kind of learn something from them. And I think I really was able to achieve this. Um, so I, I feel that uh, sometimes it's, it's not all about like, you know, knowing the theory, but more about like, you know, practically learning how to do things. And uh, of course, there were some, some things that were required in my job uh, that I was not really familiar with, such as, for example, uh, Excel. Uh, that is one of the things that I remember. And I had never learned before, like, yes, the very basic, but uh, I never learned before how to properly use Excel uh, in a business. Um, and uh, whilst I was um, an intern, I actually got the, the chance of meeting someone that was really good at it and really gave me some like key tips and a sort of like, you know, I would say a training for, for free. Um, and uh, I really, really enjoyed that. And I think that's uh, like, you know, one of the key points, like, you know, to try to make connections with the people you work with and to try to, to learn from them, basically. I totally agree that uh, that's really the best way to approach it. And uh, I'm, I'm still wondering why there is no Excel class or, you know, uh, uh, in business schools, it's something that you don't learn and it's absolutely crucial for any job you could take in business. And I, uh, I regret not having yeah, that training. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, making connections. Uh, that's, uh, that's totally right. And did you go to those people? Did they come to you? Like, was it a process that you had to kind of worldline kind of set up for interns? Like, how did that, uh, how did that go? I think I always had the feeling of being welcome. And I think when you, when you feel this way, like, and you feel that people actually are, are open to help you, and to like teach you new things, um, you feel more comfortable in like asking. But of course, like you know, I think it's, it was a, like a two-way street. Like from one side, the willingness from the the people I met of like training uh, a newcomer, and uh, on the other side, like my willingness uh, to learn and to to ask. Did you feel like your your relationship with the with your manager changed from? when you were basically an intern and having to learn everything from from the, from the beginning to right now where you're you have more responsibilities and you're a key part of your team like how did that relationship evolve with your manager um i think like of course the the responsibilities have evolved and um are, are getting like more and more important in a way but um Nevertheless, the relationship with my manager has not changed because I think um, a really good thing that I really appreciate about my manager is the fact that she she shows trust in in our employees. And I think what, that was something that I always noticed um, that I had her trust, even as an intern. Um, and so that I always had like in a way the, the freedom of expressing my, my capabilities, uh, and um, and so yeah, also um, do new things and bring new things into the company. So she kind of empowered you to basically learn and take the time to learn and make mistakes, right? 
yes, indeed. I think, uh, yeah, also <laughs> learning by making mistakes is something that we we all learn from. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, if we have the uh, the chance to do it, because sometimes you know uh, you don't feel comfortable making mistakes, so you don't take any risks, so you don't learn anything new, and kind of get bored, and you just uh, that's the whole uh, you know. Uh, uh, it's the worst thing that can happen in, in any job, any profession is uh, just, you know, not developing. And uh, I guess, uh, I guess it's really, you know, how you feel uh, included as well. And uh, you feel like you're developing is by making mistakes and trying new things. So how did that, uh, how, how, how do you, how are you trying new things? Like, how did you test like currently how, um, you know, how did how are you experimenting with your with your new position, with everything you're doing, with uh, regarding pre-sales and nurturing, uh, uh, you know, your, your the leads at your company? Like, how how are you uh, experimenting new things? Um, so I think, um, like, I totally agree with you on the point that uh, getting the trust of your manager is really really empowering. And um, one way I um, I feel empowered to to do new things is like um, that I have a voice most often. So like you know my opinion counts within the team, um, and I often like propose uh, new new and different ways of doing things. Uh, so for instance, um, with a with a marketing campaign, um, I try to to suggest a multi-channel approach. So, um, for instance, using different channels at the same time can be very effective, I feel, um, rather than focusing just on one. Um, and also sometimes the, I try to, to make suggestions on the way we communicate things. So, uh, for instance, um, try to, to change a bit the wording or the imagery and this kind of thing so like you know that's the way i think like you know my my creativity is uh, is shared within the team yeah so th that's definitely important uh and uh, and i feel like you you know you need it i mean it's just it's not just for junior people it's uh, even for more senior people if you feel like you, your voice is, doesn't count with your with your boss and uh you know you can't uh, you can't work uh, like that so yeah it's definitely it's definitely important um, just you know because I'm, I'm really curious about this topic what would you feel like you would have you know love to learn apart from yeah, like Excel and uh, you know we, we you talked about some of this stuff already but uh, what would you feel like you, you should have learned in school that you you desperately needed when you started working and you started your position as a manager, etc. Like, was it, uh, you know, are there any other skills you wish you had learned? Yeah, like very often I wish I had learned um, a bit more about uh, website development, but I think that was something that was uh, not at all uh, involved in my uh, in my studies because, like, you know, it's not a it's not a part of uh, business management. Uh, but it's definitely something that I think um, the marketeers might need um, and this um, like kind of uh, connection that there is like really really strong connection between marketing and, and technology and the automation uh, that is now like you know what is becoming like digital marketing 
was something that was not um, very much involved like in my in my business study um, but I think it's also because it's something really really new so a lot of things are changing yeah definitely uh, yeah automation technology and uh, for sure and uh, I feel like it's not just for junior people I mean it's uh, it's always changing there are new 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 tools new technologies and uh, I feel like it's hard to keep up for for academic programs and uh, uh, it's not easy. I mean, it's, uh, my 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 school. The, um, I went to a school in France called HEC, and uh, they try to bring uh, experts in their fields, like people who uh, you know actually practice some of these technologies and uh, kind of they try to teach these uh, these technologies and these. Uh, uh, kind of hands-on skills uh, in, in three-hour sessions during the the master's program, and I was actually invited to teach myself some 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 skills to the to the you know the upcoming promotions. Uh, and uh, yeah, but I feel like it's a it's kind of a new approach for them because they usually the way they design the academic programs is we're going to teach you kind of the, the the marketing 101, the leadership skills, and then you know, you'll go into the corporate world where you'll have your whole set of training and you'll start obviously, uh, you know, as a junior, but then as you grow, the company will train you and uh, this is not our problem anymore. You know what I mean? Like learning the technical things, but it's, yeah, it's definitely yeah. changing. And I think also like most of these tools that um, are used in, in the workplace, um, it's kind of difficult um, to, to teach them at school uh because most of um, the usage involves like practice and actually i remember when like within my company i took the first training from one of the marketing automation tool we use and it was a, like a two-day very intensive uh training um and when i got out of it like i i thought like i'm never gonna learn how to use it because it seemed so complex like you know just explained by someone else but i actually realized that or I was using it myself uh, then afterwards like you know trying to like implement what I had learned during the training um, the more I, I was learning things actually and I was able to do it um, so I think most of these tools are really about like you know daily usage and practice and the more you use them the more you become skilled at them and so yeah it's not really something that um, fit within the the academic model and I believe that one of the reasons why yeah. it's not taught at school. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, are there any resources you go to uh, since you've started this new job and, uh, you know, outside the company and outside, you know, your team, etc. cetera, uh, I don't know, websites, blogs, people you follow, uh, are there anything that uh, you would recommend? Yeah, um, actually, I, like, there are two key ways I, I learn things. Like one is like, you know, obviously at work, uh, where like, you know, perhaps the company can provide some like training for the tools we use, but also uh, in my free time, because uh, like I, I try to use my free time and I, I try to use like sources more like, as you said, like blogs, newsletter or podcasts indeed. Um, and uh, one blog that I would recommend is called uh, Axon Garside that I find really, really interesting, specifically for B2B marketing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, or for podcasts, there is a, like the digital marketing podcast that I that I follow. Um, and yeah, also like on on social media, like on Instagram, I t- I try to follow uh, people that are in like work within the marketing field to get inspiration or. Um, even like on i i joined some communities on linkedin for like digital marketing b2b marketing so yeah like i think it's a very like dynamic and friendly way of learning new things from others and uh, like peer to peer approach yeah groups uh, and networks right it's it's super mm-hmm. interesting to to be there i've been in a couple of facebook groups that really helped me out with some technical stuff and uh, yeah, definitely uh, something you should check out as well. Um, so you, I'm pretty sure you've been working from home for the past few months, right? Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, how how is it? Uh, how, you know, how did you go through this? Like, how did it go for the the past few months now, adapting to this new way of working? Um, yeah, w- one thing I did that I think really really helped me in like yeah, going through this this period has been like to create a routine from day one so not making the day revolving all around work uh, but for instance starting my day going for a walk or uh, doing some yoga um, and uh, also like trying always to do something after work so that my it doesn't seem that my day is over when when I switch off my laptop basically so also there like you know trying to do some exercise or call a friend um, and also like the um, the idea of having more time to do things that you don't normally have time to do because before our life was so hectic and uh, we never had time for anything. Um, so I think like it also like actually gave me the time of uh, like reading more, uh, as I was saying before, like, you know, listening more podcasts or... Uh, um reading blogs and uh, being more on social media uh, and i try to really give me some give myself some time to to do these things like you know to make this kind of time that we call lost uh, and turn it into something more productive yeah so that, that's uh, has been like you know i think my main source of uh, of motivation and uh, source of strength during this time did you uh, find uh, any support from your team your manager in this period like how what kind of uh, support did you find and how did they help you navigate this this new this new period uh, well i think one of the first thing we did is that we we started scheduling more regular calls uh, so if before like we, we we were mainly communicating ad hoc so based on like needs and uh, um, on workload uh, during the, the pandemic we started um, organizing more regular meeting and which like perhaps uh, were more like as virtual coffees than than actual meetings in which we were like you know uh, really making sure that everyone was okay and like you know talking even a bit more about uh, like things that were outside the, the professional sphere so i think that really helped um and uh, and also another thing that uh, now might seem um regular but 
we started using uh, Zoom for a video call. And I think the simple fact of seeing each other and uh, um, like interacting in a face-to-face uh, -face way was, uh, was really helping as well. Hmm. So you guys were not using Zoom before? It was, uh, it was like every, all meetings were done uh, in person? Uh, no, no. Actually, I like well. I work for a global team, so we we don't work like all in the same country. So we have always been working kind of remotely. Oh. Uh, but we we use other tools like uh, uh, Skype for Business, which is mm -hmm. uh, like you know more of a corporate tool, mm -hmm. which also has like video functionality, but uh, not as good as Zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Um, all right. Uh, so you know what what you know it's the, it's always interesting I think for people who uh, you know are starting a career in marketing and uh, kind of uh, navigating this uh, this few you know few years of uh, of starting up and uh, uh, understanding you know what marketing is and especially how you practice it in uh, uh, in companies and uh, what would be the some advice you would give to someone starting a career like someone like you, but like maybe a couple of years ago, what would be the advice you would give that person? Uh, so like one of one advice I would give to someone that is just starting a, the career is like, first of all, be proactive and always show uh, your eagerness to learn. Because um, I think that's the, the, the best way to be recognized um, as a junior person amongst your team. Um, and then also, like for someone that is pursuing a career in the marketing field, I would uh, really, really recommend to have um, a focus on on the digital, on the automation uh, side of marketing, because is what can, let's say, differentiate you from the competition, um, and um, can can really be like a success factor, because like not every uh, marketing professional nowadays knows how to use this tool. So I think that could be a competitive advantage for, for new marketeers. Definitely. Uh, did you feel any pressure getting into the job market or was it kind of easy and smooth and uh, were some of your friends like struggling in getting their first job and how did that go? Mm, I think I did feel some pressure because um, I like, but, but, maybe the pressure was coming more from myself. So when I finished my degree, I really felt that like I, I had nothing to do. So and the next step was obviously looking for a job. Uh, amongst my friend, um, I had uh, most of them uh, pursuing a, a master degree after the, the undergraduate. Uh, so I guess uh, it was uh, it was a bit different because of course like you know when you we go into more studies uh, you have a bit like you know more time to think about what's next. Um, but for me yes, uh, I think uh, it was really really something that I wanted to achieve, uh, and uh, it was not uh, the easiest uh, thing. <laughs> Because, um, like, um, you know, you also have to be kind of selective in what you want. You don't want to accept everything. Also, because, like, in my case, I had some previous experience as an intern. Um, but at the same time, I felt that there were not so many job adverts for, 
for junior people, I would say. So it goes like, you know, more for like a lot of jobs for interns, a lot of jobs for senior people, but there was a gap uh, for the junior roles. Definitely. Uh, you, you talked about being selective. Uh, for example, what did you not want to do uh, in this first job? So like, for instance, I knew that uh, pure uh, sales was not for me. So and there were out there a lot of jobs for like business development or sales. And I, and I knew that that was something that I was not particularly interested in. Um, and it's like, you know, usually the easiest job you can find as a business management graduate. Um, and also I, when I, like, when I said being selective, I meant also in the type of company I wanted to work for, because given my previous experience, I was particularly interested in tech companies or companies that had something to do with technology, which had like innovation at the core of the company. Um, so I was obviously like not, um, limiting <laughs> my, my search to those companies but um, I, I had a particular interest in that. So I, I, I wanted to, to find a job yeah. uh, in, in the tech industry. Yeah, it's funny how, this, uh, how it changed because I, in, my, in my marketing major uh, at my previous school, um, the, there, were, there's a, there was a huge shift uh, in the graduates and the placement of graduates to the tech sector, which uh, was not the case before. People actually went to uh, more like to the cosmetics, luxury, uh, you know, uh, uh, they worked in, in, in like many other industries and, and there was uh, this huge refocus to tech in the, in the past couple of, uh, of years. I mean, that's what the, the Dean uh, told us when we started the, the program and uh, it was surprising to them. So a lot of actually my friends, uh, ended up working at Google and, uh, so, you know, the, those sort of company startups as well. Um, I tried actually working for, for Google, but they told me I was not fit for corporate, uh, for corporate life at Google, uh, which I agree with now. And also a lot of, uh, a lot of my friends actually ended up starting their own company just, uh, right, uh, after school. And, uh, they didn't go through the whole, uh, you know, corporate, uh, job, etc. Did you, did you feel like, uh, it was the same in your uh, in, in your group of uh, classmates. Um, no, I actually didn't feel the same. Um, although uh, I often felt that uh, what we were being taught at university was um, like going sometimes more in the direction of um, teaching you how to be entrepreneurial, so how to start your own company. Uh, and there were a few people um, in uh, like in my year that uh, actually ended up uh, founding their own company but not so many i would say uh, so it was more of a of a trend if we can call it this way to go into the corporate world um, and i guess it's also easier uh, like when when you are not so experienced and you want to to get a bit experience and uh, and then perhaps like you know start your own business Definitely. Uh, yeah, I think um, the, the number was 10% of the, of the, the graduate class uh, started their company right off the bat, right after the master's program, yeah. uh, which is a lot. And I think it's specific to that school, maybe. 
I don't know. Uh, but anyways, like, um, so, you know, you've just started in this, uh, in this, uh, this, this company, you have, uh, uh, more and more responsibilities, I guess. And, uh, so what's, what's next for you? What do you feel like you want to, uh, learn? Well, you know, in what kind of position do you want to grow into in the next couple of years? So how do you see this, uh, the, the, the near future? Yeah. So I think, um, the, the key things I want to, I want to learn um to to grow in my role are um advertisement tools so that now are really really popular such as google ads or uh, linkedin um advertising tools um and also as i mentioned before um to like discover more on the operational side and like you know perhaps like even like towards the website development um, so I really want to focus on becoming an expert in using uh, uh, digital marketing, automation, customer relationship management tools. So like, you know, all this range uh, of tools that I think can really help me um, growing. Um, and oh, like where I see myself, I think um, I see myself um, working in, in marketing. Uh, but definitely like you know into a more uh, like senior role in the in the years to come so perhaps like you know as a as a marketing manager um so having a having a team people. yeah uh, more budgets maybe yeah um yeah so it's uh it's kind of the uh, I mean, that's a great way to, to, to kind of look at things. And as a, as a marketer, I think that's always the same thing is that you start with a kind of a special, a specialty, something you kind of the, your trade and, uh, the, the hard skills that, uh, you, you do in the first few years. And then as you, as you, you know, grow in your profession, you kind of get sick of the operational side of things and kind of want to more, you know, evolve into more of a leadership position. But I mean, not always. Some people actually love just doing the the work and staying operational. But uh, most of the of the more senior marketers I'm interviewing for the podcast actually uh, are moving, you know, very quickly to leadership stuff. So uh, managing agencies, managing you know teams, and people who are more uh, kind of experts in the in the field. So yeah, it's mm -hmm. a it's a path. Uh, but you don't have to go that route either. Like some people are very experienced in just one topic and uh, uh and, and actually just enjoy doing that and uh and staying operational so yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah well i i mean i think that's the goal and uh, but uh, definitely willing to to learn more uh, to get there because i think uh, like one of the the main things that uh, keep me passionate about my job is uh, the the fact of working in such a dynamic environment in which you actually feel challenged every day in your job so like learning new things every day yeah so when you become an expert maybe you'll just need to move to something else right so yeah <laughs> that's a cycle um i definitely understand it because uh, i get bored really fast so whenever i feel like i'm mastering something and uh I, I found the trick and I cracked like how it works and I, I, I feel like I need to move on and uh, which is which is great because in marketing you can do it there's so many things to learn there's so many different expertise that you, you can you can gain so that actually brings me to the you know to the the way I like to wrap up the, the podcast is uh, 
you know, just asking you actually what, what makes you, what makes you happy in your job? Like what's the thing that drives you? What makes you feel like you're, you know, you're happy to wake up in the morning and start a new day? Yeah. So, um, I think that, uh, what really drives me in, in my daily job, um, is the, is the idea of like accomplishing the work in the not only the most efficient and uh, effective way but uh, doing it with passion um, and i think that this comes from um, the idea of working towards a, a bigger goal so which is in the end the the objective of the of the company i work with um, and uh, the feeling that i can have like you know through my work an impact on the um on like more people yeah feeling like the, that, that your that your job is con contributing to something kind of bigger than yourself and uh, that's what drives you yes awesome uh it's a very noble noble way of seeing things uh <laughs> i uh, i feel like everyone has his own um you know drivers some people it's the the team some people it's the learning some people it's the impact uh, some people it's the freedom and the creativity and uh, it's uh, we all have different ways of kind of you know paying ourselves uh, quote unquote and uh, and feeling you know rewarded by our by our work so yeah, yeah thanks a lot for sharing uh, sharing this with me do you do you have any anywhere people can connect with you online yeah definitely through my LinkedIn so uh, my name uh, Lavinia Sajese all right. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I really enjoyed having you on the, on the podcast. So thanks a lot, Lavinia. Thanks a lot for having me.